the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in and be sure and go to Facebook. Uh, we're live there most of the time. Uh, thank you, Baron, for getting me hooked up. But anyway, let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Let this be a great day. Let us learn and grow and be productive. Help us to understand our purchasing emotions. Help us to love everybody, forgive everybody, take out the emotions and the jealousy and anything that causes us to do anything that's not in your will. I know you want the best for us because I pray uh, Jeremiah 29.10 all the time because you do know the plans and you know what you want for us and you don't want to cause harm. And I give you all the praise and glory and I ask in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, thank you, San Antonio, for tuning in. I hope that uh, text somebody and tell them about what's going on because we want to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly about car business. Um, we want to talk about excitement. And nobody ever talks about excitement in our lives. And why, I do not know. It, it's a it's an, a feeling. It's an emotion. Um, it's a desire. Uh, we're going to talk. A little bit about a lady getting so excited about buying a truck from her boyfriend that she traded it in. Can you imagine trading your vehicle in to help your boyfriend and then co-sign because his credit was bad? Oh, by the way, um, the dealership lied about her income, and they lied about how long she'd been on the job, and they lied about how long she'd lived where she lived, but they got him bought. Now, she'd forgot that she had helped her brother. She'd co-signed for him. And they saw what they did with her on that one, so they that dealership did it. Well, I mean, she went to two dealerships that I wouldn't recommend. But anyway, that's beside the point. So now she's got two lines of credits out there. And now she can't buy a car. She's afoot. Her brother's got his truck. Her boyfriend's got his truck. And she's afoot. She's trying, she's desperately trying to find some means of transportation. She's bumming rides every day. But she was so excited to get her boyfriend. Can you believe? I've seen so many ladies buy their boyfriend vehicles. And the worst is antique cars. I mean, I've seen ladies buy their boyfriends antique cars because they want them to love them. They want to give them something. I got news for you, lady. More than likely, they're going to love that car more than they love you. If you got to buy their love, they're not worth owning. They're not worth having around. So this lady got so excited, but she knew they were lying about she she brought in her pay stubs, and they lied about how much she made. And she, she had her electricity bill. She had all the steps in order to get it bought. So my question right now is, if a car dealer will lie to a federal institution that they can get trouble on for lying but never happens, because money's their God. It never happens because they want that money. They want all of that. They don't want to make the dealers mad. Yeah, they slap their hands and argue with them. But here's a lady that's helped two people, and they, the dealership, if they'll lie to this federal institution, what will they do to you? Do you matter? Can you sue? Oh, well, that's what they. she told me. 
I didn't have any proof. Well, she took the proof in, but they didn't want to talk about it. See, that's the key. Are you so excited you don't care what happens? Are you are you aroused? Are the feeling of, oh, I'm getting my boyfriend. He's going to love me forever with this truck. Yeah, his credit was horrible, but that's all right, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in a truck. I'm gonna give him my trade in. Oh man, is this gonna be fun? And I'm gonna have to buy him a new pair of shoes. You know, that's uh, the old car dealing saying is is how's the fastest way to get back on your feet? Miss a payment? Yeah, that will put you back on your feet. Well, she gave her car away. Now she's back on her feet. Now, how much inconvenience? How much time is she wasting trying to find a ride? Now she's out even going to anybody, everybody, just to see what she can do. And, of course, you know, the dealerships, they won't let nobody leave with any money in their pocket. I've heard a million times and probably maybe two million. Hey, go see if they got some more cash. Fifty bucks, hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, thousand bucks. They got some money somewhere. Get it and bring it in and help make more profit on the deal. We only got a two thousand made on it. We need another five hundred. We got to make twenty five hundred to make the hap, uh, make the manager happy. But here, that's for that's not counting the pack. Remember the pack. The pack's that part that the dealership puts on all the cars that nobody participates with. But you know the only love it. So now this lady is so excited. She put her brother in a, in a truck and her boyfriend in a truck and she's walking. I, if they'll lie to the lenders, what will they do to you? That's that's the question people don't realize. They'll say they'll do anything in the world, even to the lenders. And what about you? They'll tell you anything. And you get yourself so excited, so roused up. Hey, give us a call here. There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. We'll talk about what your car's worth, uh, what kind of car you've got. I had a lady that's trying to flip a car to me, and that's that's fine. I mean, if it'll work for me and this, that, and the other. I had a gentleman brought me a hail damage uh, camera yesterday with high miles. I'll I'll put a figure on it. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, and and he's trying to sell it to his one of his coworkers, and I hope that goes through because I think that would be a good car for her, and she can handle the hell. Hell damage, as long as the price is right, is a great deal. But make sure the price is right. Make sure you understand what's going on. Don't let excitement take control of your emotions. Excitement, forget about the real things in life. Excitement, well, no gentleman. I've got a GMC Suburban type, Yukon, that uh, I located for him. And it took, a, because of the ice, because of the storm, what all we had going on this week, it took a couple of extra days to get it. And so this pastor, he got so excited that he could buy something like that. And But his excitement caused him to have no patience. So what does he do? He goes to shopping. And shopping's fine because I wanted him to shop, see what kind of deal I was giving him, and let him understand that he was getting a great deal. So he was shopping, and he found one two years older, and... Double the miles. Instead of 80, it was 160,000 miles. So he's looking at a unit that's two years older, 160,000 miles versus a 13 with 80,000 miles. And the price difference was about 1,500. But the excitement blinded him. The excitement took out the awareness of the deal. The excitement of getting a vehicle that his family will fit in that will work for him. He's ready to buy something that's out of whack. Did the excitement arouse him? Do we keep that excitement so long because we're, is it about like Christmas? You remember Christmas? Man, oh, man, we're so excited. We're getting something. We just can't hardly wait. You can't hardly sleep. You're ready to get up. Your parents are not up. Oh, man, let's unwrap this gift. I didn't get much of that, but anyway, I've read a lot about it. But anyway, so the excitement of something, 
Or do we take that same excitement like Christmas, like a gift? Now, you know, we think this is a gift, but we got to pay for it. Comes back, you know, gets back to Back Pocket National. So we get so excited about getting one that we lose focus on what we're doing. And when you lose focus, just like I talked about Jesus and Peter walking on water, focus. You know, when we're focused on Jesus, we do the right things. Our intentions are leaving our eyes on on Jesus. Our intentions are making the right decisions for ourselves and our budget and our family and everybody else. But when we get our focus off of that, the excitement comes in and the focus is on what we're getting, what we're buying that we can't live without. Man, I just can't live without a new car, or a different car, or a different vehicle. Man, my emotions, the fire inside of me fans that desire so much and it becomes an obsession. Well, that obsession will take the focus off of Jesus' fake take the focus and put it on the world and have to have some kind of possession that we feel like we can't live without. So is the excitement so big in your life that you can't think straight, make good decisions, make choices today that will pay off tomorrow? So we're getting this gift right now. Do we look down the road? Do we understand how long the payments are, how much we're going to pay in interest, how much we're going to pay total note? I know that it's something that families need. This guy and his family needs that unit. It fits him. It fits his size. But, I mean, have we lost focus on what's right? What's wrong? What the right prices are? Have we lost focus that these dealerships are lying about your income? How long you've been on the job? How long you've lived where you live? And But the excitement of getting that boyfriend into a vehicle, even though she's walking? Desperate dealers will do desperate things. I told you about the dealership not long ago. The soul of God on hospice. You understand hospice knows that you're not going to be living much longer. But no, not this dealership in San Antonio. They get a new unit, and they run it over there, and they sign this guy up. I imagine he didn't even get out of his house. I mean, he's on hospice, not expected to live much longer. And so they sign him up. Oh, man, they made the deadline. They made the three days where they could take it back. The family could have took it back. Now the, the institution, now here comes another situation. How come they're not coming back on the dealership? The credit union owns a vehicle for about 10000 over window sticker because they slapped everything in the world on there. Hey, and guess what? They got the money. The dealerships get the money. And the credit union stands there, and they take the hit. I'm talking about a huge hit. And here they've got a brand-new car with about 100 miles on it, and that's because the salesman running back and forth getting all the paperwork signed and getting inspected and getting it ready and delivering. What kind of conscience do you have knowing that you're going to mouse, lie, cheat a credit union and sign up a guy that's on hospice. How does that happen and have a good conscience? Man, the sales managers and the owners, they're looking, desperate dealers will do desperate things. I was talking to a guy that used to be in the car business, and he got out just recently. He said, Randy, the business has changed so much to stress the salespeople, this, that, and the other. And he said, I trained, and this is what he did. He said, I trained new people. They would come in there, and I would train them to sell their friends, their relatives. And I'd convince them that you were helping them, and you're making great, great deals. And we made lots of money on on the customers. And then, you know, we trained them to do that. Now, if we couldn't train them to be outstanding salesmen and see what it takes We fired them, sent them down the road because they run out of friends. They run out of relatives and and ex-co-workers, people that trusted them. See, you know, that's the funny thing. We want to trust everybody, and we trust car salesmen, but do we trust Jesus to run our lives to make decisions for us? We say we do, but do we? We say that we want to make the right decisions, but do we follow through? 
Does excitement arouse us so strong that the world comes in and the lust of the eye, you know, in being proud of what we're driving and what we're showing off with? Does it really matter? Does people, does it matter very long? I mean, if you drive up in a brand new Bentley, your buddies will be jealous for a week or two. I don't know, not very long. But you're the one that's got to pay for it. You got to make those payments. You got to continue to live with it. You got to make the insurance. You got to pay all of it, everything. Does the luster and excitement live with you that long? Or are you so into the world that it carries on? I've watched a gentleman at church, and he don't have no real fancy cars, but he gets out every Sunday morning and he walks around it and checks it. Now, he parks it in a certain place so nobody can bang it up. He takes care of his vehicles. He's got two different vehicles he drives. And he parks it and makes sure it's close to the curb, but not too close. And he makes sure the doors are locked. He takes a little extra time. Maybe he worked hard to pay for that. But if we give something to kids, if we give things, oh, what about boyfriends? How much skin has that boyfriend got in this vehicle? Probably none. She had to trade her car in, come up with the cash to put him in a truck. How much skin does her brother have in the vehicle? She co-signed it. They blew her, her credit up where it looked awesome. Maybe he didn't put much down. How much skin's he got? How much will he take care of it? How much sweat he have? She didn't even realize that if they don't pay for it, she's got to pay for it. You know, she had decent credit ready, not much. I mean, you know, she could buy something. But in order to buy what she was buying, they had to lie to make it fit her credit. They had to ex- expand it out. You know, well, just a little lie here. But the problem is what happens with a little white lie? How, ba- how big does it grow? How big can it get? When it starts a little. It's about like that fire I'm just talking about. When that desire in your heart is so strong. I've got to have this unit. I love it. I can't live without it. And you flame that fire and it grows and it grows and it grows. And it becomes an obsession that you can't stand without. You can't live without buying something, doing something. You know, lots of people have a buying fetish. And I want to... We're going to go in the next month or two and talk about what causes people to go out and buy something just to be buying something. Do you know people like that? I got to buy something. I mean, and their 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 thoughts, their emotions, their choices are quick, quick, quick. I want that. I want it. You know, exercise equipment. How many people do you know? Gotta have it. Intentions are good. But the focus gets off of the machine. But maybe it's just that purchasing power. Got to have it. I own this. I want this. What causes you? What triggers you in your purchases? You know, when I was a pure heathen, and I was a good one, I had to be the biggest and the baddest and the have the best of everything. And my purchasing theory Ways, desires was a little out of round. But when I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, He took me from a taker to a giver. So now when I'm thinking about buying something, and I'm thinking about buying a truck to work on to make it, you know, and I'm working hard on it. But I've been thinking about it for two weeks. You know what? If it's still there when I finally figure out what I'm going to do, if I get it, fine. If I don't, I don't. we're talking about 57 Chevrolet pickup. I mean, you know, something that you can make productive, spend your time. And what I tell a lot of wives, if your husband buys something to work on, it keeps him out of the beer joint. Of course, I ain't going to no beer joints. I ain't been in a beer joint in 30-something years. But where can you be productive? Where can you make and where can you enjoy yourself being productive and standing back and saying, I fixed this, I built this, I did this, you know. But now that I think about stuff, I don't just jump out and buy them. I saw an exercise deal, and I do work out quite a bit. And I thought about it and thought about it. 
and my wife wanted to buy it for me for my birthday. I told her, do not buy it. She gets so excited about buying something, and she wants to, I guess, reward me. I don't need it. I really don't need it. And so after thinking about it, praying about it, studying it, I didn't need it. And I told her I didn't need it. So, you know, that's the key. Think about it. Study about it. And if that flame of desire, that flame of fires you up that you can't think straight, maybe it's a wrong decision. Maybe you need to go back into prayer and to study it and know where you're at. Because I want you to be the best you can be. Hey, this this radio show comes from Back Pocket National, old Randy. And I, I've got a couple of sponsors. And if you want to prove to the community, you want to educate, help the community, make better decisions, have enough, more money to do what you need to do. I mean, too many people, and I'm talking about credit unions telling me this, that 70 to 80 percent of the people that they finance for don't have any money left in the month. What does a dealership do? They figure out what your income is, and they get every available dollar. That's what they want, every available dollar. So I got news for you. They're studying you and finding your situation. Do you, can you handle a $700 a month payment? Can you, you know, what's the limit I can get out of you per month? Can I get 600 a month? Can I get 500 a month? That's why they go to work on you trying to figure out exactly what they get because they want every available dollar. Not, not They don't want to leave $10 on the table that they can get. So think about that. You've got to – now, don't do like one of my drivers, the guy that drives for me, and he's a very smart guy, and his daughters are super educated, super smart. But she walked into a dealership and told him, this is what I can afford, 350 a month. Oh, yeah, thank you, thank you. That's like, that's that's not good. That's, man, that's like telling the whole story at one time. 350 a month. And she didn't tell them how many months, what she wanted to pay for the car, what the best price is. So they set her down and showed her what she could buy for 350 a month. The problem is she had a good trade-in, a good down payment, and 350 a month made the dealership a lot of money. So she walked in there thinking, I'm going to show these guys how it's done. Yeah. Yeah, she showed them how it's done. Yeah, they probably made, on a car they should have made 1500 on They probably made eight, 9000 on it because she had a good trade. She had a good down payment, and now she's got three fifty a month. And, I, you know, I talked to a dealer yesterday. He said, man, I got a doctor I finance, medical doctor, and he's 1500 behind on his payments. And I said, you got a medical doctor that you finance? He said, yeah, we finance everybody that walks in. He's got a rich brother-in-law that's got so many millions, they just put it in the bank and they finance everybody that walks in. He's getting 24% interest on a doctor. 24% interest on a doctor. Amazing. But see, so many dealerships, and today we're, we're in that market. We're in that market, these big independent used car dealerships. They don't have body shops. They don't have service departments. They don't have uh, parts departments. So they can't make money to help cover the overhead. So they've got to make money on selling a car and financing. So so many people walk into these big used car dealerships, and I'm talking about the huge ones, the big brand names, and they sign up, and they don't know what the interest rate is. We had a lady walk in the other day. She's got a car. She hates it. She bought it off a dealership she shouldn't have. She's in two and a half years on it. She still owes about 8000 too much. And she's, you know, well, what is your interest rate? I don't know. What do you owe? We had to find out far what she owed to find out she owed 8000 too much. She knows what her payment is and who she sent it to. Here she's been paying two and a half years on it, and she's still underwater for 8000 We walk into these places, and the new style of selling, we're going to make it convenient for you. Hey, and you ready for this one? 
I had some listeners call me, said, this great new place that's up, it's got a glass house, they sell you a car at half price. I see what they pay, I see what they advertise, and I got news for you. It's half price when it was new, from new, but it's still four or 5000 too high. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard a radio show this morning on K-Loop, and I feel sorry for the man we're praying that he lost his daughter. But let me tell you something, addictions, 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. We've got to help these people. I've helped people off alcohol and drugs, and it's inner healing, and it's healing, and you've got to step out there and love these people and care for these people. God bless you. Tell your friends to text in, tune in. Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Thank you, San Antonio. Thanks for tuning in to LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. This is Randy Adams. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. No matter what you've got, I've got a bunch of available stuff, uh, low-mileage cargo vans and 15-passenger vans if you're looking for something like that. So be sure and give me a call. My mobile number is 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. Four seven eight nine. I get a lot of calls, lots of calls from people, and uh, giving a lot of probably ninety five percent of my business right now is giving free information, being a mentor, being educator, trying to get you to understand what's really going on in the car business. And I mean, right now, I'm getting a lot of dealers tell me, Randy, you're doing a great job. Of course. In the dealer situation, pride's so big, so strong, that they don't think I can ever touch them. And maybe I'm not. I mean, there's so many people we're not touching. And we've got to tell other people about this show. Go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow the easy process to describe in your car, and I'll make an offer on your car. And then also, there's a bunch of other guys right now that say they beat CarMax and they'll pay 100 It's easy to beat CarMax. I'm sorry. It's no problem at all. I beat them 9 out of 10 times. And that the other guy, too. But the other guys in Dallas got a lot more overhead, advertises. He spends probably 30000 a month just on advertisement. And I've got this show. And that's that's what I in word of mouth and in my reputation and helping people, and uh, everybody knows me in town, and I'm gonna do what I say. But go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow the easy process. Describe your car. I'll tell you what it's worth. Sell it to me. Sell it to somebody else. The other side of the website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. I'll whip through that. You can, you have any questions, give me a call. But go to ftc.gov. FTC.gov. See what your, see exactly what your uh, credit score is. Clean it up. Get it ready. Talk to a lot of bank and credit unions. Find out what it fits your budget. What the interest rate is. Um, then shop, shop, shop. Know what your trade's worth. You know, pray about it. Understand what's going on. We want you to know exactly what you're doing on your next purchase. So uh, be sure. And tune in every chance you get. Be sure and tell the people to give us a call. Uh, may have a special guest on in the on the on phone in just a few minutes. Two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five is our phone number here. Give us a call. There's no dumb questions. Two ten three four zero 
9585. And I tell you, I've just got another uh, article that kind of fits everything. In I talked about this about a month ago, and it fits the car business so well. A wolf in sheep's clothing, and that's in this car dealer magazine. All these little tabs, I'm on Facebook, Randy Adams Live. All these little tabs are articles that I'm talking about. And this is just one magazine, one magazine. But it says here, a wolf in sheep's clothing. But what this article's about, this lady did work for this dealership. She sent her son over there to buy a truck, and it was a total disaster. I mean, and what this article's about, you got to watch out who you're dealing with because they might know what's going on, and they may call the owner, and they may call the, the state. So they're mad at this lady for being educated. She worked for the dealership at one time. She knew all the violations. She knew all the illegal stuff they were doing. And so when her son goes in there, she thinks they're going to take care of her. They took care of her. Yeah. She had to go to the owner and threaten to go to the state in order to get the deal straightened up. And it was a total nightmare. But there, this article's about, oh, no, you know, uh, this lady knew too much, and we're about to get in trouble, and we're about to put her in something else, and we've got to do something to improve this deal. And, and uh, sh- she had earned a compliance certification, and was helping dealers to navigate federal and state laws. Oh, man, they fooled with the wrong woman. They call her a wolf in sheep's clothing. You know, the magazine Legal Wiz reminds dealers and F&I pros why it's wise to assume every customer knows the bad compliance practices you should have outlawed years ago, but they don't. Hey, this lady I was talking about, they master credit around, master him. This happened recently. And this is big-time dealers in San Antonio that I know. And so the dealership told her son that he had to buy Gap, even though he had a large down payment, and made it unlikely he'd ever be upside down. And the kid's rep told the sales rep, they wanted to think about it and check with the credit union, and he almost held him captive. Now, how's this lady used to work for it knows all the deals? How, how happy do you think she would be on this deal? How happy would she be in, in listening to that? And that's why she had to go to the owner. We don't have that right. You don't have that right to go to the owner. You don't have that email address and his personal phone number. She did, and she knew what she could do. And, man, they they hollered and screamed and jumped up and, and then started trying to make the deal right. After the deal had already been made, after she saw what she he, they had done to her own son, with her blessing going over there, with her, you know, her power, and couldn't get it done, well, that's the key. What are you doing? How can you go against these kind of people? And here, look at all these tabs for people on Facebook Live. There's 10 of them. There's 10 articles I could talk about, 10 articles of violations, 10 articles of getting every available dollar, just like I told you. They want to know what you can afford, and they want to go a little past that. Hey, guess what? They don't care if you can't make the payment. They don't care if you have to get a second job because they collect their money, just like I was talking about desperate dealers do desperate things, and they sold that guy on hospice. Yeah, they sold that guy on hospice knowing he wasn't going to live very long. They do desperate things to make all the money because they collect that money. The credit union sits there, and it's, they got to pay. The dealer took the $10,000 profit, put it in their pocket, and the dealer walks off. Now, there could be something probably done on this. But do the banks do it? But they, do they want all those deals to come their way? This guy that was a disabled vet had great credit. So, uh, you know, the credit union was glad to get this guy. They didn't know he was at hospice, but the dealership did. They had to sign him up. They had to go to his house several times to sign him up. 
Desperate dealers do desperate things. 80% will lie to you. 20% will tell you the truth. I want you to know the difference, where you're going, how you're going, what you're doing. The The key to the issue is the numbers there is 44444. <laughs> the code. I got Baron help me on Facebook. Thank you, Baron. That's my producer. I mean, man, we're rocking and rolling. I got all the big boys. If I had Michael here. I'd have the three musketeers, I guess. But uh, great radio station. I love. This is my favorite radio station, uh, honestly, and, and I tell everybody that. I even tell the other ones, this is where I want to be. They don't like it. The other radio stations don't like it. But I'm sorry, but that's the truth. And I, I want to speak the truth. I'm sorry that I hurt somebody's feelings. But this is where I want to be, and this is what I enjoy. Because I want to give back. I want to help you. I want you to grow. I want you to understand. And the phone number here is 210-340-9585. Love to talk to you. There's no dumb questions. And give me a call on my mobile. You can call me after the show, please, 830-708-4789. And then if you need me to meet you sometime uh, here in San Antonio, I meet at a body shop I do business with, Ignacio Garcia. He's on Bitters East. That's 301 Bitters East. And I can meet you on Tuesdays and Thursday afternoons to look at your car and buy your car. Uh, meeting with another gentleman tomorrow when I go to the other radio show. I'm meeting to look at his car because he can't make it. He works on the Tuesdays and Thursdays, so we can't meet. And so I will get with you one way or another. Love to buy your car. But go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, and make sure that, you know, uh, you describe your car, look at it hard, and I'll give you a fair figure. I'm not going to entice you to come in and then put the VIN number in and cut you to your knees and pick it to death. It's a used car or truck. So that's what we want. Now, dealers are reminding me every week. Talk about how ty- bad title loans are. Illegal in 27 states, but not in Texas. Hey, Bubba, come on in. We're good old boys. We're going we're gonna to get get you our vote. We want you to vote us in. And then we're going to help these guys rob you. We want you poor and needing the government in order for the government, yeah, to keep you on the vote. And that's what they want. We need to do away with title loans, honestly. And they're 330% interest. Nobody can overcome that. The super rich, they make money on 5 and 10% interest. Now, what will 330% interest do? Hey, go to my website, describe your car. I'll tell you what I'll give. Sell it to somebody. Sell it to me. Tend to your business and give it back. Give it all back. That's the key. Get cheap transportation. Hey, because let me tell you something. After six payments, you're going to pay in more than you borrowed, and they're going to repo your car. They repo 95% of them. Second thing is, Income tax checks. Oh, man, all the dealers are ready for them. We want your income tax check. Come on, bring it on, Bubba. We want all of it. Hey, don't spend it nowhere else. Don't let your wife know about it. Come over here and buy a car. And we're going to sell you a car that we get 5000 for for sixteen nine. Yeah, come on over here and give us that two and 3000 down. And we're going to only charge you 27% interest. So, I mean, wow, that's the key. Hey, and... Wait on your income tax checks. They get 25% to give it to you a week to 10 days early. Take that week or 10 days. Try to buy you a cash car. Cash cars are the best. And let me tell you something. We've got a lot of stuff available right now. Everybody does. So wait for a good cash car. And uh, I want to thank for watching on Facebook. Tony, Mike, Manuel, Robert, and Ivan, Thomas. I tell you what, thank you for Facebook. Thank you for live. Tell your friends and neighbors, go to Randy Adams' Facebook Live. We'd love to do the show. And Shema is helping me. We're going to, I'm going to get on bloggers.com. I'm working on that. I want to have a blogger show, about a 15-minute show every day at a certain time where you can tune in or, or catch it or something. I don't know. Hey, I'm not real good at this tech stuff. I'm learning all I can. I'm trying my best. So, 
you know, I was hoping Steve Sorensen would call in. I, I gave him the number. There, he just called in, I bet. Is that Steve? I hope so. Steve's my mentor. Man, I tell you, him and another mentor of mine is T.D. Jakes. I just love T.D. Jakes, love Steve. And, of course, Pastor Hagee's my regular pastor. So those three guys have really made, and Matthew, and they've really, four guys, they've really made a difference in my life. And so uh, Steve has helped me so much. I had 14 years of listening to him every Sunday, and we got him online. Steve, how you doing today? Randy, doing great. How are you doing this Oh, morning? man, oh, man. I got a question for you since uh, you're online. Open fire. Okay, how much of God do we want in on our purchases? And do some people push him off to the side because of the greed and the keeping up with the Joneses? Or, or do, do we lose our focus and just like Peter, are we underwater in our cars? Um. I, there was something that I used to tell people. I would ask a, a big congregation. I'd say, hey, I said, how many of you want more of Jesus? And, boy, they would raise their hand. And, uh, everybody would be excited about that prospect. And I'd tell them, that's too bad because you've got all of Jesus you can get. He paid the whole price. He gave himself he totally and completely. But I'll tell you this. Jesus can get more of us. And so let me let me throw your question around the corner a little bit uh, and uh, and say that it makes a big difference on how much we want him involved in our decisions and our advice. And it's simply it isn't by getting more of God. It's him getting more of us. Wow. Well, that's true. Our time, our focus, just like I talked about Peter walking on water, but when he got his focus on the world. But that's what happens when we walk into dealerships. Exactly, and that's that's one of those things that we forget about. We get uh, a kind of am, you know enamored with the wonderful, pleasant smile of that salesman, and then his friends come on over, and all of a sudden we forget about asking the Lord for his wisdom. We forget about asking him for his advice. Forget about asking him what do we need instead of what do we greed uh it's uh it's an interesting phenomenon but it's not just in buying cars but it certainly plays a big role because i think that's probably what do you think the second biggest investment we'll ever make well it's the worst investment can it isn't it it loses value <laughs> every day yeah that's, that's on the top side of the slide uh, at least every month I mean, yeah. I see people, and even the even the credit union people who I talked to said, you know, uh, when they sign up a person and they get that note from the new car dealer in indirect leading, that ninety ninety five percent of their people are underwater. So I mean, if our focus is not the right direction, how much of that do we let our emotions take over? Is that? Oh. You, you're right on. You're right on track. You're right on track. God is the only one that'll give us an honest answer when we ask Him. Not even our conscience. We both, we both <laughs> heard. We both heard, Randy, that the only prayer that a, that God cannot answer is the one you don't ask. So, but our emotions, our desires, and our conscience. Our conscience will overcome our des our desires, won't it, or not? Only if you let it. But, I mean, do we burn our conscience out when it comes to purchasing? Well, we burn them out in a lot of arenas, but certainly by a car. There, we, we get that small, still voice. We get that quiet, settle, that what most people call intuition. We, we let that slide back because it's something I want. It's a pain and pleasure issue for me. And the, how much pleasure do I think I'll get versus the pain that it's going to cost me down the road? God will give you the truth. And the weakest of our desires is our emotions is probably intentions. Oh yeah, what, what's our goal? What's our goal? But let me let me even go a little further, Randy. In my mind, it seems to me that we ought to be uh, the tip of the spear ought to be our brain, not our heart. Now, I know that'll cause some listeners a little bit of heartache, but it, everything that we do, everything we think, everything we believe starts in the brain. God gave us a brain. Uh, starts with a thought. Use. Any building yeah, gets built starts with a thought, right? Yeah, and I got enough scripture to support that if somebody needs it. But when it starts up in the head, 
then it and it works its way into whatever is going to happen. And I know the Bible says that the things in your hearts what things you're going to hear, but uh, but everything starts in the head. It cannot get to the heart until it goes through the head. So our head makes the decisions. Supposed to. Sometimes we turn it over to our emotions. The head thinks one thing, and then our emotions take over, and there's a battle going on, and, and the emotion. How many people do you think have been married more than once? Oh, my goodness. What do you think, what do you think they're leading with? Oh, yeah. And right now I'll throw in their brain. <laughs> They're throwing in their emotions. Right. Wanting their uh, way. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, buying a car, buying a house, buying, 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 buying. If God's not invested, you take your chances. I've heard you say before, if it's over $25, you don't buy it right away. And if it's for your family, if it gets to a certain amount, you you wait 24 hours, you pray about it, and you and Marilyn talk about it. But what about yeah, the any, people? Any major issue. Any major issue. But what about people that see something and buy it right away? They got a buying fetish or frenzy or issue? Well, I think they got the suicide. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to, to hurting themselves. If they don't think something out completely, and let's take the car for example. They're going to what was it up to now? Seven, eight years to take you give them things. Oh, there's That's a that, long time to pay the price for a bad decision. I talked to a banker the other day that's seeing ninety six months, and the dealerships are talking one twenty. And so people are, they're thinking about the moment. They're not thinking about making payments for five, six, seven, eight years. Exactly, and it, you pay the Randy. We're we're a, a product of hundreds of undetected decisions every day. I mean, we, we go left, right, left, right, straight, backwards, whatever, based on hundreds of decisions that we make. When God isn't involved in those decisions, it's a very risky business. And that's, that's all I want to say is that, you know, when, when you don't consult the Lord, you take your chances. So... And then you, what do you do then? You go crying. You go telling somebody what a mistake you made. You told them you've been cheated and you've been this and you've been that. No, you got suckered the day that you walked in there if God's not with you. I give a lot of excuses that people use after they buy a car and a mistake they make and this, that, and the other. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. some people can always come up with an excuse and it's never their fault. Well, <laughs> isn't that convenient? But in my mind, it's always our fault. No, I agree. I take the blame. You bet. If we don't take responsibility for our behavior, why do we put it over on somebody else? Nobody, Randy, has got the right to tell you whether you can have a good day or a bad day. It's a choice. You give it to them. You give them that choice. I know there's people that think that God put somebody or Satan put somebody where they work just to ruin their day. Uh, you know? Oh, I, <laughs> I believe that. Own up. They need to own up. Take, you know, take advantage of the wisdom that God promises. If you lack wisdom, ask him, the Bible says. Well, if you lack wisdom, ask him. I, I'm trying to talk to my son, Zachary, who's at, about to turn 16. If somebody don't like you and they try to pick on you and they try to say some hurtful things, love them and feel sorry for them because they got an issue that's causing them to do that. And sometimes we got issues in us that cause us, I'm going to buy this car and feel better. I'm going to buy this car and make everybody jealous. And they're the ones that's got to pay for it. And most of the time they pay too much or buy something that loses a lot of value. And the or the neighbor is looking at it and saying, man, that's a pretty car. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care. No. They could care less. And I tell you what, and I, I talk about my buddy that bought a $130,000 Mercedes. And he listens to the show all the time, and he, he thinks it's funny I talk about it. But anyway, he said, aren't you jealous of me? I said, yeah, I'm jealous. I don't have to make those big old payments, and it's losing right. its value. And I said, <laughs> and he's the one that said, well, what's it going to be worth in three years with a with 100,000 miles? And when I told him he's going to lose 100,000, I said, now, where'd that jealousy go? I'm not jealous of that. 
Yeah, and I want to tell you, he's not going to be either. Oh when no, he, he bought he bought a throwaway car. I sold him. I got to sell him a car over the conversation. He's going to buy a throwaway car, <laughs> and he put a hundred thousand miles on it. And the Mercedes is low miles, so he can enjoy it now six years because it may take him six years to get a hundred thousand miles. Yeah, and uh, he really thinks that it's going to be worth a lot of money at the end of six years. Well, uh, he's. I, I told him it's probably worth fifteen grand. Yeah. So now we're losing hey, call 100. Me. That happens, will you? Oh, yeah. Call me you want it when it gets that low? <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, you got a mechanic. I know you know a mechanic can work on it. Well, Steve, thank I you do. for calling in. God bless you. I thank you for being my mentor and helping, and I just I love you being on the show. We had a corpus show, and Steve and I, we had so much fun, and people loved it. So if you'd like, if you're hearing us from corpus, you need to. Talk to us about sponsoring the show. It's not much money each week. And prove the community you want to be educated and helped and and uh, want the best for them. Thank you, Steve. God bless you. Same to you, Randy. You're doing a great job. Blessings to your listeners. Thank you. God bless you. This is Randy Adams. Thanks for tuning in to LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Be sure and come go to my website, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Facebook, Randy Adams. Tell your friends and neighbors. Uh, I'm on my website. I'm going to get a um, comment section on LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. If the show's making a difference, go and, and comment on it. And uh, Facebook, too, please. We want uh, your response. Uh, give me a call if, if I'm doing something wrong, 830-708-4789. Thank you, KSLR, The Word. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Shemaya. Thank you, Michael. God bless you. Be sure and tune in next week or go to my website and see when there's another show. We're going to grow. We want to do The Word and just spread the word. This is God's will, not Randy Adams's. God bless you. I love you. I'll tune in. Please tune in next week. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.